إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله so we've been discussing in the previous sessions methods of purifying your soul. Methods of purifying your soul, of rectifying yourself, of bettering yourself. For indeed this month of Ramadan, it is an opportunity for rectification. It is an opportunity for an individual to purify himself, to abandon the sins that he was upon, to abandon the shortcomings and the wrongs that he knows he was doing. This month is an opportunity to rectify those things. And there are different methods we've been discussing for that rectification. We spoke about the importance of dua. We spoke about the importance of the Qur'an and pondering over it. We've mentioned various aspects to focus on. Today we'll mention another aspect. Something else that a person can think about and remember. And if a person thinks about this and remembers it, it will give that person encouragement to rectify themselves and to rectify themselves quickly. And that is to remember death and meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To constantly remember death and the fact that you will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for your accountability. Allah says in the Quran, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat lighad That all you who believe, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and look to what you have put forward for tomorrow. Meaning, Look at yourself and the deeds you've done and what you've put forth for yourselves on the day of accountability. What are the deeds and the actions you've done in your life that you are putting forward for yourself for your accountability to be done upon? وَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ And the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَكْثِرُوا ذِكْرَ هَادِمِ اللَّذَّاتِ Make sure you remember the destroyer of desires a lot. Make sure to remember that which destroys the desires a lot. Meaning death. Death is the destroyer of your desires. Whatever you run after in this world, 
whatever luxuries you chase for, whatever desires you have, death, when it comes, it destroys all of that. Death, when it comes, cuts off all of that. Whatever luxuries you wanted and had, whatever desires you were after, death cuts all of that off. So the Prophet ﷺ said, Remember death a lot. Constantly remember. كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ that every soul shall taste death. فالموت هو الفيصل بين هذه الدار ودار القرار. Death is that distinguishing point. Death is what separates between this world and the world of the hereafter. وَالْفَاصِلْ بَيْنَ وَقْتِ الْعَمْلِ وَالْجَزَاءِ عَلَيْهِ And it is death what separates between the opportunity for doing your deeds and the time when you will be given your recompense upon your deeds. Death is what separates between the two. Now is the time and the chance to do your actions and your deeds. When death comes, that then transfers you over to a place where it's not an opportunity anymore for you to do good deeds. That place that you are then transferred to is now going to be the place of accountability on whatever you did in this world. So death separates between that. وَهُوَ الْحَدُّ الْفَارِقُ بَيْنَ تَقْدِيمِ الزَّادِ وَمُلَاقَاتِ جَزَائِهِ And it is that separating factor, it is what separates and distinguishes between putting forward your provisions and then meeting your accountability upon it. Meaning that this life that Allah has given you is the life that is your opportunity for your good deeds. This is the chance that Allah has given you in order to do your righteous acts, to do your good deeds, to have them written in your books of righteousness. But then when death comes, beyond that is no longer an opportunity for you to do your good deeds. Beyond that in the barzakh and the hereafter is going to be the accountability on what you registered for yourself during this life. That after death is accountability. This before death is the chance and opportunity. Now is the opportunity. After death is the accountability. فَلَا مَجَالَ بَعْدَهُ لِلتَّوْبَةِ وَالِاسْتِغْفَارِ مِنَ السَّيِّئَاتِ So once death occurs, there is no opportunity then to seek forgiveness 
there is no opportunity then to repent. Once death comes, then it's too late. And that's why it's mentioned in a hadith, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَقْبَلُ تَوْبَةَ الْعَبْدِ مَا لَمْ That Allah accepts the tawbah of a servant as long as his soul does not exit from his neck. Meaning death. When death occurs and your soul is exiting from you, then it's too late. Just like it mentions in the Qur'an about Pharaoh. Pharaoh at the time of Musa salam, when Musa salam crossed over the sea, and then Pharaoh came in and the sea fell upon him, and he was drowning, dying at the moment of death now, soul exiting. Then he says, now I believe, I believe. But then it is said to him, Al-an, now you believe? Now you believe? Meaning now death is here and you're facing death right there occurring. Now you say you believe? Too late. Too late for the tawbah then. When death comes to you in your face and you know it now, now you want to repent too late. Your opportunity is before that death comes, before the soul exits from the body. And so when that time comes, there will be no more opportunity for seeking forgiveness. There'll be no more opportunity for repenting. So now is the chance that Allah has given the person. Then Allah says, قُلْ إِنَّ الْمَوْتَ الَّذِي تَفِرُّونَ مِنْهُ فَإِنَّهُ مُلَاقِيكُمْ Say that the death, this death that you are fleeing from, death that you are running away from, it will certainly catch up with you. It will certainly meet up with you. This death you are running away from, it will certainly come to you. أَيْنَمَا تَكُونُوا يُدْرِكُمُ الْمَوْتِ Wherever you are, Allah says in the Qur'an, wherever you are, death will catch up with you. أَيْنَمَا تَكُونُوا يُدْرِكُمُ الْمَوْتِ Wherever you may be, death will catch up with you. وَهُوَ مَعَ ذَلِكَ يَأْتِ لِلْأَنَامِ فَجْأَةً And death is something that comes upon the creation suddenly. It can occur suddenly, this death. فَإِذَا جَاءَ أَجَلُهُمْ لَا يَسْتَأْخِرُونَ سَاعَةً وَلَا يَسْتَقْدِمُونَ And when their appointed time comes, then neither can they delay that, and neither can they bring it forward. The time of death that is appointed for you, then that is the appointment that will occur. It's mentioned in the hadith, when a person is born, even before you're born in fact, when you are still unborn in the womb of your mother, يُرْسَلُ إِلَيْهِ الْمَلَكِ An angel is sent 
to that pregnant woman where you are still unborn in the womb. An angel is sent and blows the soul into that womb, into that fetus, into that baby. The angel blows the soul in. And then the angel is commanded to write down four things. The angel writes down what the sustenance of this individual will be during his lifetime. The rizq that this person has will be apportioned, written, decreed for that individual's lifetime. And that is why the scholars, they say, you never ever have to worry about your rizq being stolen. It will never be stolen. Whatever rizq is apportioned for you, then that is apportioned for you and it will come to you. So that is written down when the person is still in the womb of his mother. Similarly, the actions of that person, what deeds will this person do during his lifetime? And similarly, the appointment of death is already written down. What will be the lifespan of this child yet to be born even? What will be the lifespan and what will be his appointed day and time of death? Written down. So that is not something you can delay or bring forward. What is appointed for you is appointed for you. فَكَمْ مِنْ إِنسَانٍ خَرَجَ مِنْ بَيْتِهِ يَقُودُ صِيَارَتَهُ فَرَجَعَ مَحْمُولًا عَلَى الْأَكْفَانِ How many people do you know the Shaykh mentions here? How many people do you know? They go out in the morning, driving their car. Out in the morning, they leave in their car, driving away. And in the evening, they are brought back upon a shroud going to the grave. Some of the scholars, they used to say, a person wakes up in the morning, gets ready and does his buttons. Gets ready in the morning and does his buttons on his clothes. In the evening, the person who is preparing him for his funeral will undo those buttons for him. In the morning, he did up his buttons. That same evening, somebody else will have to undo them to wash his body. Nobody knows when that appointed term will arrive. So when you think of that, it is something that certainly gives you encouragement to rectify yourselves and to rectify yourselves quickly. When the man came to the Prophet ﷺ and he said to him, Matasa'a, O Messenger, when is the day of judgment going to be? The Prophet ﷺ said to him, Mada a'adattalaha? What have you prepared for it? Meaning, never mind when the day of judgment is going to be. The key question is, are you ready and prepared for whenever it is? Whether it's now, tomorrow, whenever, 
Are you upon preparation for it? That is the key. The key isn't when. The key is the preparation. And that is why Al-Imam Al-Qurtubi and other scholars, they said, is one of the greatest wisdoms of us not knowing when the day of judgment is going to be, or not knowing when death is going to be, because that not knowing means you have to constantly be preparing. Whereas if you knew, like for example, you know you're going to have an exam on a particular day. So then you know you can start revising on two days before, three days before, you can make your schedule, you know when to start. But with death, you don't know when that day is. So you cannot say, I will start on this time or that time, or when I get older. You don't know when that death is and when it's appointed. Therefore, you have to start straight away anytime. It's like if a teacher said to you, you have an exam this semester. But I'm not going to tell you which day of this semester, of this term, that exam is going to be. Anytime in the term, one day I can come in and tell you today is the exam for everything you've done so far. So what do you have to do? For the smart student who's hardworking, he's going to be revising on a weekly basis. Just in case that week the teacher says, the exam is this week. And that is what the scholars have said. Death is unknown to you. The day of judgment is unknown to you. So you can't say, I'll start preparing when I'm older. When I'm old, I'll start going to the mosque and I'll start praying like the uncles. Who told you you're going to live till that day? Who told you your exam is then? Your appointed death may come to you well before that. So a person needs to be upon constant preparation. Impossible to say, I'll begin then or then. You don't know if you'll be alive then or then. So a person must begin with that rectification straight away. It's mentioned in a narration of Sufyan ibn Uyayna that Ibrahim al-Taymi rahimahullah said, مَثَّلْتُ نَعْمْ مَثَّلْتُ نَفْسِي فِي الْجَنَّةِ He says, I imagined myself in paradise. أَكُلُ ثِمَارَهَا وَأَشْرَبُ مِنْ أَنْهَارِهَا وَأُعَانِقُ أَبْكَارَهَا He said, I imagined or I perceived myself, how would I be in paradise? that I would be eating the fruits of paradise, and I would be drinking from the rivers of paradise, and I would be with the virgins of paradise. And then he says, ثُمَّ مَثَّلْتُ نَفْسِي فِي النَّارِ I then imagined myself in the hellfire. أَكُلُ مِنْ زَقُّومِهَا وَأَشْرَمُ مِنْ صَدِيدِهَا وَأُعَالِجُ سَلَاسِلَهَا وَأَغْلَالَهَا that I would be uh, uh, eating from the, the poisonous, rotten foods, and that I would be drinking from the, the pus-filled types of liquids, and that I would be upon those chains within it. He said, when I thought about these two things, paradise, how I would be, and hellfire, how I would be, he says, فَقُلْتُ لِنَفْسِي So I said to myself, إِنَفْسِي أَيُّ شَيْءٍ تُرِيدِينَ 
My soul, like he's talking to himself, my soul, which of the two things do you want? Which of the two do you want to be in? قَالَتْ أُرِيدُ أَنْ أُرَدَّ إِلَى الدُّنْيَا فَأَعْمَلَ صَالِحًا The soul says, I wish I could go back to the earth so that I could do the righteous deeds. قَالْ قُلْتُ فَأَنْتِ فِي الْأُمْنِيَّةِ فَأَعْمَلِي So then he says, I said to my soul, you are current, your wish is being granted at the moment. At the moment, your wish is being granted. Meaning, you are in this world, and you have your opportunity. It's as though he was having this conversation with his soul. Saying to his soul, imagine the paradise, how it would be, the hellfire, how it would be, my soul, where would you want to be, what would you say? And the soul, as though they are in the hereafter, is saying to him, I wish I could go back to the earth, and do the righteous actions to be in that paradise. So then he says to his to himself, to his soul, in that case your wish is being granted right now. Your wish is being granted right now. You are in this world, and you have your opportunity, so take it now. Don't end up in the hereafter, then say, I wish I could go back and do the righteous actions now. And you see your place and you see the hellfire and you see the difficulties of that day. And then you say, I wish I could go back to do the righteous deeds. He said, he reminded himself that your wish is being granted for you right now. You are in this world and you have your opportunity. So do not waste this opportunity now. And that is why in that famous narration we mention often, Allah tells you, إِنَّمَا هِيَ أَعْمَالُكُمْ اِحْصِيهَا لَكُمْ It is just your actions that we are accounting for you. فَمَنْ وَجَدَ خَيْرًا فَلِحْمَدِ اللَّهِ Whoever finds goodness on that day, then thank Allah that Allah gave you the success to do the righteous actions. وَمَنْ وَجَدَ غَيْرَ ذَلِكْ فَلَا يَلُومَنَّ إِلَّا نَفْسًا But on that day, after the accountability of how you spent your lives, you find that your books have evil in them, then don't blame anybody else except yourselves. You're not going to be able to blame your friends and your companions and your workmates or anybody else. Only yourself and what you did and your actions. And that is what we're going to discuss in the next sitting, for uh, my sittings, the issue and the topic of your friends and companions. That purification of the soul it requires that you have good company. You cannot expect to purify yourself and to save yourself and to be from the people of paradise, inshallah, if your company and your friends and everybody you're with are evil or they are upon non-practicing, don't pray, don't come to masjid, don't do anything. That is the types of people you're with. How do you think you're going to purify yourself? So that is the topic we'll discuss in the next session, insha'Allah ta'ala. So we'll conclude upon that for tonight.